podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in, oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. The end of the season is looming and if you're anything like me, you're feeling optimistically nervous about it all. I'm Charles and with me to chat about all things at Northampton Town are my good friends Chessie and Danny. Four games left, folks. How are we feeling? Cautious. Oh, Ruddy Nora. Ruddy Nora. Hello, Charles, by the way. Hello. Hello. Dear. I felt, watching that, I think I felt this for a couple of games now, watching that game on Saturday uh, from Germany, uh, I felt like I'd been through six rounds. It's only six. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds with Mike Tyson. Like, physically, I was drained by the end of it. It was just exhausting watching the games at the minute, isn't it? It's, it's, oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know how my nerves are, but it's it's not good during games. I'm a nervous watcher at the best of times, Charles, as you know well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even on the first day of the season, <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, just it, we're going through the ringer, but in a good way. Ring it. What? Oh, it, it's it's that stage. It's that it really stage. Is. It really is that stage. It's and that's that stage. The, that's jangling. The, oh, Joe. Oh, what about you, Jeffy? You jingle jangling. I'm just a bit cautious about it all. I shan't believe it until I see it and it's actually happening. Mm. I do think that um, I feel better than I thought I'd feel after a draw. Okay. I think the main, for me, I've said this before, the main objective at this point of the season is to not lose the games you don't win. Mm -hmm. So we we need to win on Tuesday. I think that that has to be a priority. Um, But the fact that we didn't lose against Carlisle is huge. Now, actually, if you look and we go in depth about the game, actually, it feels a little bit like two points dropped because I think we played better. But to just not lose Mm. does fill me with more confidence because we're definitely going in the right trajectory still. And our form in terms of the top six looks good. So I'm okay with it. Okay, good. That's uh, it. Makes sense. I mean, I, I am very much of the mindset at the moment of all that matters is that we equal or better the results of those around us. So, you know, we are talking about Stevenage, Stockport, Carlisle, and Bradford. Those are the only teams that really matter to me at this moment in time, and. While I was able to stop myself from doing it during the match on Saturday, I do spend a lot of time going and, right, what's going on with them? That's like the, it's not the first thing I want to know, but it's the, it's the second thing I need to know as soon as I've, I know what's happened with the Cobblers. That's, that's what I need to know about is where are we in the league? And then not only that, but what happened with those other teams. So like, for instance, um, Chillingham were 1-0 up for a long, long time, weren't they? Over Basically the entire game, really. Yeah, and and, and then, um, you know, 
blinking, blinking Stockport going and getting an equaliser. It would have been nice if they'd have dropped all three points, you know, and hadn't picked up anything. Um, but to have matched them, absolutely fine. Stevenage winning, bit annoying. Would rather that we'd have, you know, matched their result and therefore they had, you know, drawn. Um, and then Bradford, they had a pretty comfortable win as well, didn't I they? I think they are the ones, they are the people, not the people, The they are the... Um, the, the club team. Club team, yep. thank you, I forgot the word. They're the <laughs> team that I'm most worried about. I, I think... I think out of everybody, they seem to be... They've come from nowhere and, and one team does it every year. It's normally <clears throat> Bristol Rovers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normally them. It really is. Um, but one team comes from absolutely nowhere right at the end and normally does it. So they, for me, are the ones that I am most concerned about. But actually, all you have to do is win. Regardless of what anybody else does, all you've got to do is win. And actually, we're at a point in the season where I couldn't care less how we win. Really, mm-hmm. it's just well, a case of absolutely. It is now just all about results, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter how you get them as long as you do. I mean, the one thing that I will say is that we only need to really worry about one team, and I, I don't mean I'm picking a team like you said, Bradford are the concern for you. But I kind of look at it and go right. If Bradford were to be that team that that sneak in and that get in, there are still two places to play for here. I'm, I'm discounting Orient, Danny. I'm sorry. That's gone. The sorry. title train <clears throat> might not train. be mathematically gone, but it pretty much is in the distance. Too far for me to run after now and chase. We need down. them to do us a favour in the next couple of weeks, anyway. So come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's well, one of those. The train, isn't it? It's fine, but I mean, so therefore, because because right now I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't care whether we finish second or third. Couldn't care less. It doesn't matter, does it? Same thing. No, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, exactly. Care less. exactly. So I'm mindful that Bradford have that game in hand. I am pleased that we still have to play them and it's at home. Last home game of the season, big crowd. It will be a really, really good game, that one, I think, and really, really tough game. But you've got to look at it and bear in mind that they will be feeling the pressure just as much as we will. They're in exactly this, well, they're not, they're in a worse position. They will be thinking we must win this. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the pressure, I'm not saying the pressure's off. The pressure is still on us, but how much pressure we're feeling right now, I reckon teams like Bradford are feeling it even more so because they're looking at it and going, we could do it, but we really need to win at least one more game than all the others around us in order to stand the chance to go up automatically. So yeah, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic at this point. I'm I'm I don't know whether you can tell, but I, I'm really excited. This <laughs> I finally feel like I'm back in love with football again. And I don't oh, know why it nice. has taken so long, but it was the Oh, and we'll come on to the game at Carlisle now. That, as a day out, was one of the best days that I have had following the Cobblers. I know that we didn't win the game. It wasn't like the result was, you know, a, you know, easy peasy win, 
three or four nil or anything like that, and it was all party central. It was more about just how we as fans played such a massive part in that game and everybody was together. It was really, really good. I had a good I had a good laugh and a joke with some police people afterwards. Oh. Um, I'll tell you, Danny, you'd have loved it. They all had different coloured hats on. Oh. And I spent the whole game going, why has that person got a red hat on? Oh. Why has that one got a white hat? And after the game, I found out um, basically red was the boss. She was very boss-like as well. Okay. Wonderful. But um, it was just, the whole day was just a really, really good experience. Really good-mannered, really fun. The game was, I thought the game was cracking, to it be honest. It was a brilliant game Yeah, football. it was a good game. Yeah. And it wasn't ruined yeah. by a referee either. No. And I thought as a, as a spectacle, it was good. And uh, the result was good. I was, it was just great. And I am really, really excited about football again. It, it's just been a pleasure to watch the Cobblers on Saturday. It was, it was fab. I can't go any more than that. Um, Obviously, it was a nil-nil draw. Um, so we've got some three-word reviews. Now, Danny, I'm going to ask, would you be able to do this for me? I will, Because yes. I'm not sure today how much my voice is going to hold out. Yeah. So uh, for one for one time, would you mind just going through oh, some of our three-word reviews? Pleasure. Pleasure, Charles. I did see one pop up on Twitter, but I don't know if it's been deleted or not somewhere. I saw a four-word one in there somewhere, but I don't think it's made this list. Uh, so whoever that is have snuck away with it before seeing DAR. So you know, <laughs> be careful. Gotta be careful. Uh, oh, first one, Charles, you like this? Yes. Okay, let's try and match your enthusiasm with this one. Buchero! Yes! Oh, Says, very good. Buchero, that will do. That will do indeed. I think that's like the overarching feeling about it all, isn't it? That'll do. Um, Dave should have won. What well, Dave's saying should have won. Uh, Alan Liu, another step closer. Mark, nice try, Leonard. <laughs> that's, I assume that's for the halfway line effort. I would, yeah. <laughs> Enjoyable. The Henro, I'll take it. Ooh, yeah. I'll, I'll take Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, it's oh, one yeah. word. Oh, <laughs> David <laughs> says it's a decent point. Mark, to the wire. James, on to Tuesday. Georgina, could have lost. Yes, <laughs> says... Could have won. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> says huge point earned. Nathan says job well done. Chris says not so bad. Graham says we take that. Mark says keep la- keep going, lads. Jono, one point closer. Gavin, great point gained. Harry, we take it. Patrick, phenomenal team spirit. Stuart, excellent point away. Ryan, so bloody proud. Lewis, please win Tuesday. Tara says one step closer. Ian, four more games. The Orton Cobblers, decent away point. Naveed says true one pointer. <laughs> and Hornet Cobbler must score more. Interesting. <laughs> Hornet Cobbler there must score more. That's yes. I mean, Carlisle, that's what the sixth game in seven they haven't scored, mm-hmm. which is They've ridiculous. They've had a lot of nil nils as well. Yeah. I mean, when I saw which... it was five and six coming into that game, I thought, oh, here we go. You know, yeah. they're going to nick one right at the end. And my, my stomach was in absolute knots the entire time. Every time they attacked, I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. It's, I don't know, to it's last fair, season. Their, their attacks well, didn't really come to much. No, they didn't. We dealt with it well, and we'll come on to probably reasons for that as well, but they, they did look very lacklustre, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm really happy with this point. And having watched one of your promotion rivals not really set the world alight is quite good, I think. like I think Stevenage had a lot more about him than Carlisle did. 
mm. having watched the two teams. Obviously, Steve News came away as well to us. We we went to Carlisle, which is always a difficult place to go. I just got a sense that Steve News have a lot more spirit about them. There's a, a few murmurings from the home fans as well on Saturday that were a bit like, oh, we're going backwards, all that kind of thing. You usually hear at Sixfields. And um, you get the feeling that maybe Stevenage have a, a bit of an edge on, on Carlisle. I haven't seen both teams play. Um, but uh, let's finish up with both of them. I mean, the, the ult- ultimately, everyone else is running out of games while we're in this position, right? So mm-hmm. so it, it might not even be about whether we can win them all. It's more about the fact that there's only a certain amount left. Mm-hmm. So we've just it, the, the clock is running really quickly, isn't it, for other teams around us? For us, you, you talk about pressure, we're under huge amounts of pressure, but it's on a, sh- a small amount of time, mm-hmm. and it's whether we can hold our nerve. And actually, what everybody else does is they are chasing, you know, and that's a better position to be in ultimately, unless you are a team that is just going to literally come from nowhere, which Bradford may well do, and that's okay. As long as they don't catch us, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, I I thought the game in terms of because I I was really worried about it because a bit like what you said, Danny. Oh, they've not scored, so and the floodgates are about to open. <laughs> we were about to get absolutely mullered, um, but also because of the fact that they are one of the you know the the rivals for promotion in this race. Um, okay, their form hasn't been great, but. How many times do you actually go really into the detail of the form? Um, I think I do it mostly when I'm trying to actually temper my expectations. So like with the Gillingham game last week, I was like, I know that they're down in the table, lower half, but look at their form. Their form is as good as, you know, a promotion contenders. So therefore I was using it to do the other way. Whereas with Carlisle, I just didn't want to look. It was enough knowing that they were fourth or fifth, wherever it was in the league. Fifth now. Fifth now. Um, It was enough for me to to not go any further into it because I didn't want to see that their form was cracking and that they were scoring four goals every game and things like that. But I thought that apart from the Burge double save, which... I mean, I'm yet to see the highlights of it. Defies all logic. I can't believe... (laughs) I don't know how it didn't go in. Um, how he kept that out was mind-blowing. Um, but apart from that, they didn't really trouble us. Like, there was no... I don't think at any stage did they get in behind any of our three centre-backs. I thought Sabi was magnificent. He was so class. clever. It's mad, isn't it? Like you, you look at Sabi and you think... I didn't hardly notice him, which is usually his way. But in terms of playing at right back, I forgot that he was playing right back. And that's how good he was because he, you just forget that he's there and you forget he's out of position. Like phenomenal stuff. Like I just, to, I, I, to, to go to away to a promotion rival and there's so much pressure. Obviously a massive crowd as well, passionate crowd. It's a difficult afternoon. And when you've got you know, someone out of position who you could really do with in the middle as well. It's, it's just, he just did, he's, he's been doing it all season, this like slotting in wherever he's been asked to slot in. He's so reliable. Um, I said on Twitter the other day, he's probably under under the radar for player of the year as well because he's just, he's been superb. Like you completely like notice when it's out. Yeah, he's just so like John professional. Joe. John Joe and, used to, to make things happen that you didn't even know needed to happen. Yeah. And that's yeah, exactly yeah. what Jack Salby does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. He's, he's just, he's been brilliant. 
Yeah. And Will Hondemark. Oh, the guy. Oh, my life. <laughs> when, you, when you consider that he quite clearly isn't actually match fit. Like, he's, he's not properly match fit where he could last the 90 minutes. As soon as the first of the two or the three whistles that Rebecca Welch made to signal full time, as soon as the first of those whistles was blown, he was on the floor, shattered. <laughs> he had run his legs into the ground. I mean, the chance that he had, which was oh, probably the biggest chance of the whole game. Yeah. I, I, I forgive him because he's knackered. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I also think it looked looked easier than what it was to pull off, if that makes sense, because he didn't have a lot of time. No, I mean, we said, actually, when we were there in the ground, those that I was sat with, we wished that it had been Pinnock and Hondemark the other way around. Mm-hmm. So it would have been Hondemark feeding Pinnock, because yeah. I think Pinnock would, I think Pinnock sticks that away. Mm. Um but it's swings in roundabouts because if he doesn't mm. put the one against Gillingham away, we're not even having this conversation because we're so much further back than what we would have been because we'd have dropped two points True. there, right? True. I mean, I just thought that the one... To be fair, at the time, I wasn't really that... Well, I wasn't really thinking this way, but I read um, James Hennigan's marks out of 10, his player ratings he gives um and while i don't think he was overly harsh or anything like that it just it made me i think tune in a little bit more and i think the one thing that we were lacking a bit was up front because although the labrador worked his absolute socks off they knew what they were doing didn't they yeah i think that him and him and bowie just weren't quite on it as much as i think if they had been I think we would have won the game. There were just a couple of times when Apre had a bit of a loose touch or, or you know, Barry wasn't quite on the money with, I think with something that he was, was doing. I think their defence was fairly solid. Yeah. I think... It, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, think, I don't think the cutting edge was quite there for us up front. And it's the only thing, and I'm not going to be negative at all, it was the only thing that we lacked, really, but we could have been two, three that, nil. Up. That Leonard chance. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> that was ridiculous, but great. I, I did sort of go, he's gone for this. Yeah, there was a minute That's where you did, well. did look. Like, oh, yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. And on that as well, we we would have had every right. We saw Stevenage a few weeks ago. Matt, um, Matt, Sam, Matt and Farley came on and told us all about how Stevenage went there and went to Carlisle to do a job. They were in a pretty similar position to what we were in terms of they were above Carlisle when they went to him. They knew a point would have been a good result. They went there and parked the bus and he admitted that and he said, you know, that's that's the exactly what we wanted from that game as a point. We would have had every right, given our injuries, to go and do that as well, to go and say, right, sod it, 4-5-1, defend for your lives and come out with it with a point. But that's not what we did. And that's credit to John Brady and the team and the attitude towards it because we could have easily gone there and just been like, yeah, sod it. We'll have a point. Actually, but, but actually, we, we went to attack. We made chances. We put ourselves about and we... We, you know, there's a little bit about us that's thinking, oh, you know, we we could have won it. And that's that's testament to the type of performance it was. Yeah. We also didn't revert. So, for example, you see it regularly. 
particularly for teams that are further down the table, they get to about 75, 80 minutes. They think, right, we'll shut up now. Let's just come away with a point. And they just start defending. We didn't do that till right at the very end, like kind of 88 minutes. We didn't change that way and that approach. We didn't sit back at all, really. So till <laughs> Youngie came on. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Maybe that's that might be why. Um, well, sorry, sorry, Tati. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I ju- I just think that the effort that's going in, in terms of the fact our our in our medical list is giant, mm. and actually to be coming away from this one in the position that we are in, and two with the teams that we are playing, it's it's just incredible what John Brady and Colin Coldwell are doing is just and Rico is brilliant. Yeah, and. I think that the the big thing from that game, and it's been acknowledged by the players, by John Brady, by everybody really, is the reward that came from the backing that the fans were giving. They were a real 12th man, I felt, mm. uh, on Saturday. There was, there was not a single point where they stopped singing for more than 30 seconds. It was a real, we are going to be right behind these boys. We are going to just sing all the way through, backing them as much as we possibly can. I thought it was terrific, absolutely terrific. And a lot of credit has to go um, to those fans. And we're going to talk actually in the next part a little bit more about a slightly negative aspect of that. But one of the things that I noticed about the game and about how we all were was that it wasn't necessarily that there was anybody necessarily, or it didn't feel like it from where I was further down the front, anyone particularly orchestrating all of the fan stuff. It was coming from all different aspects of the block that we were in, which just led me to just sort of go, we are all in this together. This is all a big one team mentality, one big effort from all of us. And I think when you see that, you know, last week John Brady said about the moaners and called them out and said, look, I don't want you here. Now, that might have been a bit far to say that. No, I disagree with that. But at this point, I there disagree is, with that. There is absolutely no way that you could say anything really bad about how much everybody was behind the team on Saturday and it needs saying just how yeah, this incredible is, this is how the point much we need. where it doesn't matter does it we just have to get behind them and give everything from our point of view because actually regardless of whether we go up or not it, it, it you just go all in back them and if it ends in tears it ends in tears but let's hope it ends in joy this time yeah I like the fact they came over before the game as well that was a nice little touch so the, the players coming over to clap the fans before the game, which doesn't happen a lot. Um, just a, a little appreciation for their travels and stuff as well. So that was really nice. Over 500 sold for certain on Tuesday already as well, mm-hmm. I think. I've just seen on Twitter yeah. as well, which is... Which is shorter journey. Again, short, yeah, short journey, but Tuesday night. And Do you know though? Fairly tricky to get to, I wouldn't imagine, through London and stuff on a Tuesday night. So, I mean... It's, it's getting standard at this point from Cobblers fans when it gets to this point of the season but you know still it's got to be great for the players to go and feel that isn't it and especially in away games I mean if anybody from the club is listening 
please, just for the next four games, at least, carry that on. Mm. Go over to the support home away. Because actually, I think that played quite a big part in, Mm. you know, how the atmosphere went. Because they came over straight away. It wasn't just the clap as they come out of the tunnel. It was a proper right over to the stand, applauding them. There was one point, and I can't remember, I think it might have been in the second half, Mitch Pinnock came over to take either a corner or a throw, and he literally turned to us all and was like, come on, keep mm. going. It was, you know, he, the, you could tell the players could hear us. And, I mean, John Brady, I think, said that from his vantage over the other side of the pitch, felt like we outsung Carlisle's support. Now, in fairness, from where I was sat, I think we did. But to hear that is a real boost and it must have been a boost for the players. So it's definitely something that, you know, we need to play our part as fans. So if you are going to Sutton on Tuesday, if you are going to be uh, at Harrogate, uh, well, at Sixfields for the Harrogate game and for the Bradford game and the Tranmere game, just go and, and... with the one aim of making as much noise as you can and really getting behind the boys, I think that is the the number one thing that we need to make sure that we're doing right now. Um, and it will make, and I, I tell you this, it makes for such a better day. It really does. Yeah. It just is much better experience going to the football when everybody is together and really pushing it and pushing their team on in the same direction. It's brilliant. Mm. We're, we are so good as a fan base when backs are against the wall, right? When no, even 2016, what's, what started that was the stuff that was going on in the background around October, November time with the sale and, and Chris Wilder's speech at Notts County and stuff. It felt like from that point onwards that we were, we were fighting something and we, all these injuries, 12, 13 injuries every game, it seems to be properly getting the fans on board and getting them to, to kind of, build up the atmosphere and get right behind them. And I think that's all we can do now. It's like we can see the players giving it 130%. Is that a thing? Can we do that? Yeah, um, well, <laughs> from the stands, we can see, we like we can physically see them draining us, like they said about Hondermark. Um, I want to mention David Norman because he was outstanding again oh, to come in yeah. and having played no minutes up until when he signed, nobody knew anything about him, where he'd come from, anything like that. And to come in and just boss that defence against you know, keep a clean sheet against one of the promotion rivals is ridiculous, um, superb performance again. But we can just see it from the players and I think they're getting it back. And we, we all we can do as fan base, like you say, Charles, is go and give that same effort, that same energy in the stands and go and make some more memories, go and make stuff that you talk about in years to come, go and make you know, make days out of it that you're going to talk about in 20 years. That, that, that's what this point of the season is all about now. So let's go and do it. Yeah, yes, Even though and, we're bloody nervous about it. Yeah, and also as well, Rather bluntly, we're right in a wrong this year, hopefully. Oh, that, that's what makes it 10 times more yeah. nervous for me. I and think, that's why like... I think the fans feel the way they are, mm. uh, feel the way they feel and are are behind the, the boys as much as they are because we're we're right in a wrong. And, and if that happens this year, then great. But it will happen. And when it does, I think the, the relief ultimately will be brilliant. Hopefully. Right, let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute after these wonderful ads.
Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm here with Danny and Chesy. Um, we're having a whale of a time at the moment. It's uh, been a weekend that has just been so enjoyable for me. We're going up to Carlisle. I was there from about 9am. It was a long day. <laughs> it was <laughs> You were in Weatherspoons at 10, weren't you? I was, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was in Weatherspoons about 10 past nine, Dad. <laughs> I was straight in there with a, with a nice big breakfast. It was beautiful. Nice Good big breakfast. Start the day. Nice big breakfast. Uh, no, breakfast, now, sorry. sorry now, 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 now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, before the break, we were talking about um, the incredible noise from um, you, travelling Cobblers fans. Um, I did want to just bring up one thing that, um, because I want to just see if we can put something to rest, literally lay it to rest. Um, there's one chant that we sing at the football as Cobblers fans, which is kind of now getting on my nerves a little bit. It's the, the whole thing that involves the IRA. I'm just a little bit done with it and I think it needs changing and I'd like to put the call out to say that rather than saying at the end of this song, fuck the posh and the IRA, that we actually change the words. I don't know whether you two would agree with me here, but I'd like to change the words to this song to fuck the posh. I'm never going to not say that, right? <laughs> they can go. But can we change the last bit to say fuck the posh, we're the shoe army? That'd work, right? That. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree with you on that, Charles. That's it's completely outdated. Now it shouldn't have ever been part of a song in the first place. We probably all sang it at, at some point because it just oh, yeah. learned things to get passed down, isn't it? And it's it's the sort of thing that you you educate yourself on over time, and you just think it's it's a bit yeah, it's a bit done now, isn't it? Um, I like your lyrical genius in um, in changing the lyrics there, Charles. I, I I don't think that you know at the end of the day, I think it's a bit difficult to turn around and just say. We should stop singing the song, full stop. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. if we can change the words, and it's a bit more, I say it's a bit more positive. I think it is a bit more positive, and it's a bit more about us than other things. Then, therefore, it's a bit better. Yeah. Uh, that's, and I just kind of look at it and just go, and look, I'm sat here in Warrington, a town that has, you know, just remembered uh, a, a massive, massive terrorist attack that happened in the 90s that killed two young boys. And by young boys, I mean children. Mm-hmm. We've just, you know, remembered, I think, the 30th anniversary of that tragedy. So I know exactly what, you know, happened and, and what all of that, sort of stuff that you know the troubles with ireland uh, northern ireland you know i get it but we're past that now i know yeah, that, i know that it's not 100 percent fixed and i know you know i'm not that naive but let's leave that where it belongs now in the past can we let's just change that one little bit of the line at the end and sing that instead yeah it's like the 10 german bombs thing isn't it the england fancy it's mm. got to get rid of it yeah just, just needs to go it's There's done. no need for it, really, so it's done. No. Like, can I throw in the Northampton is wonderful song as well, Charles, please? Oh, is that color. because of what it includes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think absolutely. Yeah, it's probably time for that to go as well. To be fair. I mean, again. I mean, I'm gonna be, they're going to be like called Woke or something, right? But, probably. <laughs> can, we change, can we change the words? But, Just change the words. Uh, well, we could do, yeah. yeah well, what can it be of full of? Lots of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, shoes. Shoes. Um, yeah. 
Um, um, Dancing Monkeys. Uh, is that still there? Is it back? Is it still there? Well, it's in the it's in the it's Charlie. in the museum, isn't he? Is he in the museum though? Is, he, I think is it so. Charlie? Was it Charlie the chimp? I can't remember now. But yeah, but what else? You might need to explain well, that for viewers. Yeah, listeners. probably should. There, there was a monkey that was in the <laughs> shoe shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. That used to swing itself. <laughs> it, it sounds terrible. You'll have to Google it. I'm sorry. It used to pull itself uh, up on his bar yeah. and do a little flip flop. Uh, but yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there's there are so you've got to just shoes, yeah, that kind of cobbles, thing. and the cobblers, and a market. Shoes market, oh, yeah. I know. Right, send us your send us your thoughts. Yeah, and and what what can we change? See, but yeah, I think yeah. that's a bit too far now. Too too far. It's ridiculous. Give it cool. A um, on a on a positive note, while we're asking for things, cla- clappers. For yes, the final, clappers. Final two the clappers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've two got games, loads say. of clappers myself, so I can supply oh. some for the part of the West End. Yeah, yeah. Should I've we got need some? Five. Yeah, Isaac's got about four that people kept giving him last time. Yeah, yeah. I think Was I gave in? Isaac a few. Yeah, but yeah, um, we need them, please. For, for the town. for the Harrogate game and, and the Bradford game. Yes, well, we're going to need it for Harrogate. They're not going to provide their atmosphere, are they? Let's face it. No, no, they're not. So, yeah, they will definitely. I, th- I think we need, because I think Bradford have a drum, don't they? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, why not? I mean, if, look, I get it. Some people don't like it, right? But if you don't like it, just don't use it. That's fine. But let those that do help create a bit of a, you know, a bit of an atmosphere. Why not? Let's do Clap it. it. Um, anything it. else we want to ask for? What else should we ask for? Um, um, free Haribo. Join the Patreon. Oh, yeah. God, that, that as well. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Charles. <laughs> yes. Really weird thing happened to me this week. Oh, did it? Somebody who is living Have in Watchit that is a Patreon of the podcast. I don't know what his name is, but I know he drinks in the pubs and that's how we've located him. So whoever you are, <laughs> hi. <laughs> because you listen oh. every week and your mind was blown when my dad told you that his daughter was on the podcast. Fantastic! Brilliant. Well, well, hold on. Fun. He was all very excited. He, went, just... he said, "He said to Sean, he went, he went. Oh, I, I even listened to the podcast." And Sean went, "Well, you know, Jeffy is my daughter." And he was like, "What?" <laughs> it was wild. How if he's listened to the podcast? How many other people in Watch It could it possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surely he's done the maths before that. <laughs> That's a good point, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very oh, funny. Like that. Like that. A lot. Um, he, he's an accidental new Cobblers fan. He stumbled okay. across us accidentally. Oh. So who, so whoever you are, um, hi. There you go. <laughs> Hello, Watch um, It, man. Your own Watch It shout out. And and I we also have to say congratulations, don't we? Because everybody else has done it, so we'll do it as well. Uh, congratulations, Pete Norton. Yes, Pete Norton. 2,000 games covering the Cobblers. Wow. Imagine, right, photographers... Take an awful lot of photos these days, don't they? Digital cameras. <laughs> yeah. not, like so, the, not like the old days when he took a couple. <laughs> well, what I mean is, what I mean is that they take a lot more these days than what they yeah. used to when they had to develop a film or, yeah, you know, yeah. what's, a, what's a film? 36 frames, something like that. So, you know, whereas a digital and camera. And some children are going to have oh, no idea what that means. All right. That's quite terrifying, thanks, isn't thanks, it? Thanks, mate. Are you trying to take make me look old? You don't get to take it down boots I'm anymore, making us all look old. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, imagine how many pictures he's probably taken over those 2,000 games. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd wonder if he, I wonder whether he knows. He's also um, taken photos at Chris Hargreaves' wedding because he was a ph- photographer, wasn't he? 
He was. was he? Yes. Yeah. Learn something new every day. That happen, Go on, yeah, well done, Pete. Well done, Pete. Well done, it's Pete. one of them. Pete Norton's one of them names that you just associate with the cobblers, and he's just like mm. yeah. he's always been there. From he's always been the photographer since I've known. Um, yeah. He does so much work. Um, he photographies the youth, the women's, all everything. So yes, Pete. Um, yeah, good, good, uh, good times. Uh, maybe you should get some sort of recognition or something. I don't know if we're doing end of season awards or whatever, but feel like it needs to be recognized at some point mm. in the, the pete in the norton stadium photography award yes and maybe we what, can every take year photos pete of norton gets a, an award for a photo is it only pete or he's the best photo photos. he's taken or, or he <laughs> chooses year. the best photo that someone else has taken oh, yeah Julie that's Club a good shout well amazing idea yeah. brilliant yeah. get that add it to the bios Back of a fag packet. Come on, get that written down. Back of the fag packet. Uh, back <laughs> back of, packet. I swear, it's where all of our ideas go, isn't it? <laughs> uh, dear. Right, uh, post bag time. To the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling. So get them all into the post, to the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post. Put pen to the paper, do it sooner, not later, and get it all into the post. Get it in. I'm dipping in. Um, got a couple of things this week. Um, Ash Cobb um, asks, uh, says, Dear Neil, yeah, it's still Neil's post bag, um, as Richard Hill and Sam Hoskins aren't strikers, when was the last time Cobblers had a 20-league goal a season striker? Was it my all-time favourite, George Riley? Mm. I, I don't Charles, know. I'm sure you can answer that. It, it was... Um... It well, it was McLeish, but it well that wasn't just in the league. league yeah, was, specifically yeah, the, the league, isn't it? The He's league asking, was. Yeah. Um, I think it was George Riley. I don't, okay, I don't yeah, I, it was the name that was on my lips when he, when I started reading the yeah. question. Yeah, definitely. Uh, possibly. <laughs> they announced it. They announced it when it happened. So let me do some research, and I'll get back. Well, they announced to Richard things. Hill, didn't they? But see, that's bizarre, though, isn't yeah. it? If it's if it's if we don't know. Like even for us, um, in our young lifetimes, Charles, that's pretty insane that we haven't had an out-and-out striker that we can just roll off the tongue. <laughs> and let's I mean, point out as well, 20, Sam but... Hoskins is brilliant, but in terms of, of throughout the years that he's played at the Cobblers, he's not really played consistently as an out-and-out striker until... No, I think that was the mm-hmm. point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is it, though, isn't it? I mean, I, I reckon if you if you really want, if you want the answer that is definitely true, that it's probably and it's very cobblers. This probably Jack English, and he was playing what in the fifties. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> that's probably how far back. It's very cobblers, isn't it, to not yeah. have a striker that scores twenty goals a season? Yeah. It'll but, be the Labrador next year. It always feels like Bayo did imagine? it, doesn't it? It always feels like Bayo would have done it. So we just, I just, yeah, never think about it. But weird that he didn't. Mm, um, indeed there yeah, you go. we'll, we'll, we'll go with learn. George Riley Danny why not yeah, yeah go on then um, this is a tweet I don't know if it actually came to us Charles but it's one that we wanted to touch on uh, okay. Luke Thode uh, tweeted tweeted mm. uh, hearing the noise of those incredible 500 fans today um, at Carlisle obviously just makes me even more baffled to why our home atmosphere has declined so much something needs to happen in regards to improving home atmosphere because what I heard today was incredible which I agree with it does. Yeah, I do too. It's something's not quite right, is it? The six fields. <sighs> yeah, what? But what, I think it though? might be for the last two games, potentially, because it's that time of season. Yeah. But in general, when you're kind of middle of the season, home game against... Oh, 
Watched out. No, won't be them. Um, <laughs> okay, <it's... laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, all those Rochdale fans listening. Um, Danny just absolutely putting the knife in there. <laughs> true. Home game against Crew Tuesday night, middle of the season, that kind of thing, and that's when we mm. need some sort. Of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what you can. I don't know what the club can do. I mean, I don't know whether I. I mean, one of the things that I have often thought is that I remember going to watch the Cobblers play Bournemouth oh, yeah. a long, 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 long time ago, and before the game, the build-up in terms of the music was just magnificent. It was the the you know, it really got you going and got your. Your 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 support brain engaged, if you like. It was re- a massive crescendo to the point where the teams came out. And I know we've had the whole, you know, what was that? What was that song that Keith Curls, you know, promotion winners would like decided became their like anthem, some like newish. What the chandelier song? Was it? The chandelier song. Is that what that's what he said at the open forum, wasn't it? But and maybe that was mm. Brady's one though. I wasn't Keith. That was something else. Maybe that's John. Um, oh, um, you're not talking cheeky girls, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, um, Adam Morton. No, I can't remember. But the, the, what the yeah, 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 or something like that. I can't oh, remember what it was. Um, what are you, are you talking this about? Is pump riveting. it up. It is, isn't it? Sorry. Sorry you don't don't you know? Pump it up. That one. That was ago. it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, but. I, I just wonder whether somebody could come up with some sort of mix to play. Because, uh, like, the liquidator is okay for the teams coming out. You can we need do the something whole previous to that, problems. though. So but, if you've yeah. got the liquidator, maybe have the fields of green before they, that. They do, don't they? And, they not yeah, do but I don't think it's... See, I don't think that's that good. But I think you need something else along it as well. So you need, like, if you're going to have those two... Six you need boys. to have something else, something else, something else. <laughs> but I think I could be getting this completely wrong. But I think you know that really weird song. I think it's by Fat Boy Slim. Um, right here, right now. Why is that weird? No, no, no. It's weird <laughs> yeah. that we play it every every time. Right. I think it's contractual because it's at every ground, isn't it? Is it? it? Yeah, I think so. I think it's probably just a a song that most. People that but either way, so I think we need. Think, I need. Well, I think we need specific. Maybe they can send it to a vote and say, right, what songs do you want to hear before? I don't. I don't. That, that like, I know very that, open to a lot of things. Yeah, I know this that. Is very true. I know that. For example, Manchester United release like their playlist. That that there is their match day playlist mm. on like Twitter on a match day morning, and I mean they go in with a lot of Manchester bands, and you know they'll have. Like um, unsigned and uh, unsigned bands in the list and things, and I just wonder whether the playlist just needs to be just amended, and mm. we could throw, you know, because I mean, you know, why not put some local Northampton stuff? Yeah, in? agreed. That would, be, that would help. <laughs> well, maybe I don't really know. The Bauhaus, a bit of a slow work, tie. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was say slow tie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like. Why? Why not? And and just try and yeah, be a bit you know 
change the music each time so it's not because i think one of the things is is that you can have something that is like the liquidator that gets played every single week when the teams come out absolutely fine but if you if you if you're having the same thing constantly as a five songs people switch off mm. do, do you know what i mean it's yep. just there in the background so yeah. therefore i don't know i don't necessarily think it's about the songs and the build up anyway i think it's more about in game as well like keeping it going you have mm. all like the big, the biggest hoopla before the game you want, but it's it's about mm. keeping it going in the game and then keeping that atmosphere thing. I, I mean, we t- we talked a little bit before about having a singing section. Whether that means it's gonna it will displace some season ticket holders and stuff, it probably would. Same sort of thing as safe standing. I think will be the argument, and that, that people would just wouldn't want to be moved and stuff. Um, mm. But where would you put that as well? Would you put it end of the west? Probably feels the most naturally place for it or do you do you take it back to the north because like when i was growing up it used to be the north used to be the the place where people went to sing right um like the equivalent of the hotel end i guess um at the county ground so yeah it's difficult to kind of do it without putting someone's nose out of joint i guess isn't it but yeah Especially uh, i mean with, i guess so but i mean if you if you just turn around and you just said right um this is good because didn't didn't for wembley yeah, in yeah 2013 yeah. Yeah. there yeah. was like a, a, bo- a block that was, this is the singing section, buy yeah. your tickets there for it. Mm. Like if you just turned around and just went, right, whatever, the West End Upper South End is mm. going to be the the singing section, the official area, then you're basically, all you're doing is you're just advertising that fact as a club. I think that's the, you know, it's unofficially there, isn't it? And the mm. North. Whereas if the club just sort of went, right, officially, from our point of view, that's where it is then maybe that would make a bit of a difference. I mean, I'm not, you know, you're not necessarily displacing people. You're just telling those that want to do that, this is where you can go to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like with the family stand, with the East stand. Basically, they advertise, this is the family stand. So if you are going with kids, then that's probably where you would most likely want to go. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, these are all really valid suggestions, but let's just sing. Simple. Uh, not everybody wants to, though, do they? No, this is true. Again, it's the... Maybe I could bring my tractor <laughs> and, cre- and create some kind of beatbox from it's it. It's the answer to oh. everything, literally. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Bring the tractor. That'll do it. <laughs> do you know what, though? If, if, if anybody's got ideas, I'd got to hear them. Send, send them in. Get us, come on to Twitter, tell us on Twitter at Cobblers to Me or send us an email, podcast at cobblers to me.com. Love to hear people's suggestions. I think, you know, it's not something that I think we, just the three of us, need to be answering. It's a collective thing. What, what can we as fans do? Because I think a lot of the time with, and this isn't just on this subject, there's a lot of things with the club. People say, oh, this should happen or whatever. And you go, okay, that's, that's absolutely fine. But, how or you know what do you suggest because a lot of the time I know this with uh, you know not for the football but for other different things that I volunteered to do before um you know people will turn around and go oh you I don't know they might say something oh you don't do anything for me what is it you do for me and I go and you go well what would you like because it's really hard for me to know what everybody might want to to have so therefore i presume that the club the people that work at the club will also be in that same boat it'll be they'll, they'll know what they might like 
or what a few of the people that they talk to might like, but they won't necessarily know what everybody likes. So, yeah, let's see if we can get some suggestions. And then, you know, you never know. They can get put to the club. The club might be able to then work a way of doing something. How does that work practically? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't think it's a massive issue in the big games either. It's no, the the Derby game was one of the loudest I've heard it for long for for years, and then like for the big games at the end of the season, it's usually good. For the playoffs, it's usually good. It's just them middle of the season games where the team need a lift from somewhere where they're not playing as great and stuff. It's it's that kind of game that you need it for, isn't it? I also think that the with with the greatest of respects, the teams with lesser fan base, which is becoming more common because you've got smaller teams coming through. And I don't necessarily mean that in terms of small as in the, the club, but the fan base is naturally quite small. Now, actually, there's nothing really wrong with that. You know, that's just part of and parcel of the fact that we are now, we're getting clubs that are being able to sustain better than others and therefore make that jump into the league, which is great for them, but they come with a smaller fan base at first, right? Yeah. And then it grows. Think, yeah, I don't think that'll be the case next season. But <laughs> No, 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 but in <laughs> League Two it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that'll be the case in League Two next season. Well, you got you'll have Wrexham, probably Notts County coming up. Yeah, we're still going to have Harrogate, Barrow. Yeah, 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 you still Crawley. have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just just talking about the people coming up and mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the pe- yeah. I'm uh, hopefully one of those two will come up unless both of them implode. But <laughs> yeah, there is that, isn't there? But yeah, hopefully um, Notts County from my point of view. But you know, <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you, Danny, for the post bag. Any more in there this week? Uh, nothing more in there this week, no. Okay. Lovely. Podcast at cobblersforme.com. If you'd like to send us your opinions, views, ask us a question, anything like that, we'd love to hear it. Do go and send it in. NTFC Women. Danny, let mm-hmm. us know what happened, would you? Ah, uh, yeah, defeat. A rare defeat. Um two nil at Stalbridge, top of the table Stalbridge. Um but by the sounds of it we've come out of the game quite frustrated. So I think that's probably a sign of how far we've come, isn't it? That we're going to a team that's running away with the league, away from home, losing two nil and thinking we could have got something from that. So I think that's you know, it's a it's it's not a great result, but it seems like it's a performance that gives us a little bit of hope for next season and stuff again. We've we've been on a good run. I don't think it should let them get them down any at all, because it sounds like we've we've made chances we could have got something out of the game so yeah sign of how far we've come I think with that one and I believe Starbridge confirmed their league title win with yes that win I as think well. they did yeah yeah so congratulations yeah, to them so, Starbridge yeah congratulations yeah. Um, Peterborough by the way lost 5-0 <laughs> oh dear there you go <laughs> no, silver linings Danny the, the sympathy and sarcasm there were just beautifully matched Sheffield to Sheffield Sheffield okay. 3-0 down at half time Oh, slugs. Slugs, indeed. They're still uh, above us with a game in hand as well, though. So. Mm, just we'll divorce snails. Just <laughs> That's what slugs are. Just divorce <laughs> snails. Just divorce snails. Fabulous. The wives run off with the house, slash the husbands run off with the house. Oh, nice. Fair enough. Either um, or, they've lost their house of a shell. Fair enough. Um, Solly Hall 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 next. Everything becomes an animal slash farm relation with me, doesn't it? Um, Speaking of which, I found a goat in a vets the other day, folks. Oh, you did? Yes. I did. There was a goat in the vets. He broke his leg, poor thing. Brilliant. He got plastered up. He had orange rollers in his hair as well. Oh, dear. Danny, have we got a game to end the pod on this week? Yeah, it's all 
All about goats. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. It's all goats to me. Uh, yes, we've got a game. I missed your game last week. I don't know if it got edited out, Charles, but we didn't. We didn't come prepared for a game. No, we're not no, game. So. We're we're not game type makeuppers. <laughs> I can't win a game to save my life. I thought, so yeah. I'd have been I thought it might have been. Thought it might have been Neil's face the week before that ended any hope of a game. But we've got one back <laughs> this week. Um, I wish we could have recorded that because it was almost. Actually, we probably did, didn't we? It was almost as good as his eyebrows when the the Colchester fan asked him about uh, Die Cornell. Yes. Uh, but yes, game, game time. Game. Yes. Uh, so we've just had Easter here in the UK. Um, so, so this week's game is all about the true meaning of Easter. It's all about resurrections. That's resurrections, Charles. Resurrections. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. All is very, very simple this week. All I want you to do is to take it in turns and name cobblers players who have resurrected their cobblers career by returning to the club for two or more spells. They could be a player. Oh, I'd be so bad at this. Yeah, they can be a player. They could be a manager. They could be a player that come back as a manager. They could be a player that come back as a manager who was previously a player. Loans that turned into straight into a permanent deal do not count. So if somebody then was on loan and then signed on the back of that loan immediately, uh, like Tyler McGlaw would be a prime example. That that doesn't count because he's not gone anywhere to come back. Does that make sense? He went back to his parent club. Is it two? Two or more. Two or or more. So two loan spells are also acceptable. Two loan spells are also acceptable. Um, So you're going to keep going one after the other until one of you can't name any more. So just, just go. Gonna, so Jeffy or Charles, as soon as this. as soon as the other person's gone, just come back with another one. Okay, cool. All right. So Charles, oh. heads or tails? Heads. Oh, it's tails, Charles. Oh, what a surprise! Never, never get that. Do you? <laughs> you gotta sort out your heads and tails game, Charles. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, you're going first. Kick us off, then Charles. Just go. Just go. Keep get, keep naming them. So Colin. Colin who? Calderwood. <laughs> Colin Calderwood. Uh, no, it's, uh, you can't have manager and then coach. Sorry, not coaching staff. I should have oh. put that. <laughs> okay. Not coaching staff. Man, it has to be full to first team manager. So, but yeah, you can have another ghost. Didn't explain that very well. I just let her have you've it. Changed <laughs> yeah, you've, you've changed the rules. Yeah, you've changed the rules. No, I didn't Fair. explain the rules. You must have known that the first person that Jeffy was going to go for was Colin Calderwood. I no. went for Bay. I've gone for Bayo now. Bayo, okay. of course, yeah, Bayo. Three spells. Was it three? Yeah, I think so. Two, wasn't it? It was two. So I felt like it was three. Two spells. It was two. <laughs> it was definitely two. Sure, it's two. Hold on. One, two, two spells. Go, two spells. Two spells. Two spells. Two spells. Two spells. Danny, me. can they go from a player to a coach? Um, no. It has to be the manager. Oh. Yes. Okay. Right. That's Rico out the way, then, isn't it, Jeff? That's, That's what, what I was you just were thinking going about, for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will go for um, Scott McLeish. Scott McLeish, yes. Obviously, signed back on loan 2011, I want to say, something like that. Mm. Played in that Leeds Cup game, didn't they, and scored at Ellen Road. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ricky Holmes. Of course he did. Got all excited, didn't we, about Ricky did. Holmes? Yeah, that was not good. We did a pod dedicated to him for about an hour, and then he didn't do much. <laughs> and then he wasn't actually very good. Yeah, <laughs> Scored, but, you know. Um... Yeah. Come on, Charles. This is quite hard. Jason Crow. Jason oh, Crow. I knew you were going to say that. Jason Crow is correct. You're well done, Charles. Jason Crow. I have no more. Oh, oh no, no, you do have more. Come on, you definitely have more. Uh, you Jeff. definitely have more. You've got at least. Yeah, I'm not going to say it, but 
Yeah. I don't. I can't think yeah, of any. You do. You've definitely. Oh, got, anybody yeah, watched the boxing? Got, anybody watched the boxing the other night? You've definitely had at least one. Definitely, actually, two that might have been on this very podcast, Jeffy. Yeah. Two. Come on, cheeky chappy. Yeah, Charles, look knock, at the help. Is knock, knocked out bouncer. Oh, Nicky Adams. Nicky Adams. It took me ages. Okay, go Nicky Adams. His wife fancied Keith Carl, apparently. Oh, that's what's my next loop's going to be. Come on, Charles. Oh, I'm, I'm a bit I've worried no that this more, isn't going to last way, so This is completely redundant. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? If I've just let you in, because I now wonder whether I can think of any more. I haven't got any more. <laughs> um, can I have Samo? Samo's player and manager. Yeah, of course you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he went from player to manager, yeah? Yeah. Yep, yep. And there was a gap okay. in between, so resurrected. Successfully, cool. Ian Sampson, then there you go. Yeah, Ian Sampson. Yeah, that's Jeffy. Okay, well, we we could sit here for a while, but I can't tell you anymore. Come on, remember that two loans are also acceptable. Oh God, I'm going to sound like a right clown if I get this wrong. You (laughs) are, but you're not going to. Come on, Clark Carlisle. Clark Carlisle, two spells. There you go. There you go. I forget that he did two spells as well because his second one was. Yeah, he had a bit of a time at York in between. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um. Oh, oh, I've got one. Curveball. Oh. Yeah. Ashley Westwood. Ashley Westwood. Well done, Charles. That's, that's quite <sighs> a Ashley Westwood. Any more, Jeffy, for any more? I can't help you any more, Jeffy. I'm um, sorry. No, this is a tough spot now. This is left this is... field Go on. in my brain. Left midfield or? Oh, but... Go on. Go on. Was Watson one? What oh yeah, he was. What oh, twenty sixteen, yeah, yeah, twenty sixteen, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but right. That, Jeffy, that is, my, my brain is hurting now. <laughs> well done, Charles. You got to stay in it. I just, I just had somebody pop into my head, and now I can't oh, remember who it was. I got excited for you, Jeffy. It's gone. Has he oh, come I... back, life? That's the problem. Yeah, well, this is it, isn't it? Oh, who was the player that I was thinking of on loan? Came on loan, and then we had him back. <laughs> oh, who was it? second, though. I've got another one. Oh, you joking me? <laughs> no, I've just remembered one. <laughs> um, um, oh. And I can't believe no one's thought of it. No, I can't either. It And, and it's a a really, it's not obvious. Rico. Rico, no, yeah, it's said... Charles. Rico, Rico, yeah. I said that and you said no. Yeah, but player, twice as a player. You you were going. Yeah. You said you we said were talking player, about coach. player and then a coach. But yeah, Rico, Rico, Rico had two that, uh, right? Uh, no, VAR because <gasps> that's I'm not having that. No, no, your words were I can't have Rico because he was a player and a coach. That was what the conversation was. And you couldn't anyway, have him because right, now the game coach. is we finished. Can have him. It's not finished. Oh, it's not. Is it? No, yeah, you carry on. Go on, oh. name your one. Can Chris Wilder count? Because it's player on loan and then manager. Oh, you, you yeah. cheek. Yeah, of course Oh, the cheek of it. But Chris it just Wilder. popped into my head like, oh my God, I've oh. just remembered. Yeah. Chris Wilder. Yeah. Loan loan manager, yeah. Chris Wilder. Oh, no. Come on. I can't believe you've done this to me. Oh, this Daniel is, Jones. Is... Daniel Jones, you say? Are you, are you sure? Two loan spells? The left back. The left back? Yeah. Jones. Two loan spells. I'm going to have to consult DAR on this one. Daniel Jeffrey Jones. Loan spell, 2007-2008. No other loan spells, Charles, no. Oh, what? Incorrect. I could have sworn we had him twice. Incorrect. Jeffrey wins. Well done, Jeffrey. Well, I'm glad I've won because I was robbed because I could have said Rico. 
<laughs> so I was robbed before no. winning. Well, you were you weren't because the the rules were clearly stated. This is this is as daylight robbery as as Maguire's handball. Well, you didn't. You, you didn't way. lose. You didn't lose. It's fine. You got the win. Yes. Do you want some more before difference. we go? Got some more? Yes, please. Did Daniel Jackman have two spells with us? Oh, I've got no idea. I, I've oh, got all okay. memory of him from. Uh, let's have a look. Daniel or- Jack, Danny Jackman, wasn't he? A little gnome. Um, Four years old. What's the city? Uh, no, he didn't. No, okay. No, no. Uh, Theo Foley, player and manager, obviously, one of the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Frank Large, three spells. Two of our most famous. Individuals ever, but no mind. Oh. <laughs> uh, not so much. Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. One from this season. No, don't. Josh Eppier. Loan last season, loan this season. Oh, hang on a minute. Then why doesn't Tyler minute. McGlaw count? Because Tyler McGlaw signed permanently. That's not. That's that's still I'm calling that's on this. Tyler McGlaw's loan into permanent. Josh is loan yeah, alone. Yeah, but. Tyler McGlaw's not gone anywhere. No. Josh Eppie has gone back. <laughs> anyway. Tyler McGlaw went back because he got Tyler injured. Tyler McGlaw went back because he got injured. He got he? recalled. Yes. yes. Well, no one said him. You get out, Stan. Nobody said Tyler McGlaw. You, you and your stupid games. Yeah, but we didn't say Tyler McGlaw because we said you said we couldn't have him. <laughs> but you've said that incorrectly. Oh, anyway. Fanny Walden. <laughs> <laughs> Fanny Walden, 1909 to 1913, 1926-27. Should have got him. Well, yeah, none no. of us were born then. Go on. Uh, and Josh Walker, two loans as well. That's the only other one. There's probably <sighs> more, but you can you can get in touch with all your your comments on the game. Brilliant. I mean, um, I was, won, which is a miracle. You did, in Jeffy. Itself. I mean, I don't know why you're kicking well up too done, much mate. of a fuss, really. But it seems like you won. But well, I'm kicking yeah. up a fuss because <laughs> I've been wrong done. I should have been. Do you expect anything money? less from my games? Really, at this point, do we I expect mean, I actually anything understood more? The rules, though. Incredible, incredible. Look, thank you so much, guys. It's been it's been brilliant. If you made it all the way to the end of the pod, well done. Uh, that is it. That is the if you've end. Got game. If you'd like more of this nonsense, <laughs> then why not join our Patreon? Sign up for just £5 a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobbers to me and support us in making the podcast. Uh, next up, Harrogate. So I believe Oof. we'll be talking to Harrogate fan Neil on the yes. preview show this week. Looking forward to that. That'll be out on Friday. Thanks for listening. Come on, cobblers. Bye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network.